Welcome to the Aging Project Off Season. I'm Shelley Craft, your host and fellow ager on the same journey as you. I believe it's important to mix things up in life, and that belief extends to this podcast. So, in our very first off season, expect to hear stories from wonderful people who've caught our attention. We want to share real stories that inspire us and get us thinking about our own aging well journey. Thank you so much for listening and being part of the Aging Project community. We're thrilled you have joined us once again. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Maz, or Maz Lifestyle, as you may know her. Maz has an over-50s fashion and lifestyle Instagram page. She is an influencer of the highest degree. She's amassed over 100,000 followers, with some of her posts reaching over a million people. So the question is, if you didn't know about Maz, why not? And now that you do know about Maz, what is it about her and her story that has captured the hearts of so many Australian women? Maz? I am so delighted to be talking to you today. Thank you, Shelley. I'm so honoured to be asked to be on here. Thank you very, very much. And I hope I can um, share a bit of my story with you about how it all got to this point. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, your story from the beginning, you're 59 years old, you're a mum, mm. you're a grandma, you're an absolute mm. um, delight to watch on Instagram. But this was a really <laughs> sort of organic and unique start for you, wasn't it? Like, where did the idea come I, from that you were going to become an influencer? Oh, look, I, and I don't, look, honestly, I don't like that word. I don't want to influence anybody. <laughs> if you like me, follow me. If you don't, swipe by. <laughs> um, it all started from my children. Because I'd had a business prior to moving back to the country and the farm, they said, like, I was missing my business. I was missing being able to be creative and what my business was able to do for me as a person. And, um, you know, besides doing parts run and driving tractors and doing all that day-to-day stuff, they, they could see I was lacking something in my life that I'd had before. And they said, Mum, why don't you start a blog? That way you can, you know, show people what you want to, you know, show them, whether it's fashion, whether it's styling or whatever. And I said, what's a blog? And they said, oh, it's this page. You write everything on it and pictures and that. I went, oh, okay. And they said, you have to have Instagram. Well, I'd only just gotten Facebook and I wasn't even using it. And I said, what the hell's Instagram? Had no idea what it was. And they said, so they set it all up did everything for me and they gave me my phone and said, there it is, press that button and that's... So at first I was just looking at what other people were, were showing and then I, I found like fashion influence. And when I was looking at these women that were supposed to be representing me, it didn't look like me. Like I thought, where are the people that are me? Where are the, the women that have had lives and had children and had history and had stories and... I just, so I got a little bit brave and I cut through that fear and I started to post photos of myself in my outfits mm-hmm. and then as I got a little bit more comfortable and confident, I would post other things about life in general on the land and then I remember the most likes or comments I would get would be two, three and they were generally my friends and then I just kept pushing through because I thought I'm really enjoying this and let's see where it goes. And then as I got a little bit further along, I gained a few more followers and um, and I became a little bit fearless and became a bit more courageous. And then it sort of just evolved. Everything was really organic. I've never faked anything. And I think that's what my followers find is like, I just, I'm so me. Like what you see is what you get basically. 
And Has that um, always been the way, Maz, or is this new fearless and courageous person um, someone who has only just come of age, really? But I'm, I'm kind of imagining this is the way you've always lived your life. I've, all, I've always been this way, but in the early years, my focus was my family. I had four young children, and so I dedicated my life to raising my family. That was my, you know, for the first 40, well, not 40, when we were married. So I suppose it's only been the last 15 years since the youngest, because they all went away to school, and the youngest was in year 11, I suppose. This is when this all started, because we'd moved back to the farm. And, um, yeah, I just thought, I think the page and what it allowed me to do, and especially now with Reels coming onto this Instagram platform, I've been able to really um, be playful and creative and and that's where I've found most people are getting enjoyment because they see someone that's their age living their best life, mm-hmm. basically. And it's not that, you know, I have bad days. Like, Christ, I've got four kids and six grandchildren. It's not easy. <laughs> but... The days that I have got time to make reels or do something, it is such an accomplishment. And when I finish, I feel so complete. I don't know. It's it's hard if you if you're not in that that area where you understand what I'm talking. But if people like you, when you do a really good show, Cheryl, and you've got to the end of the taping and you go far out, that was a good. You know what I mean? Like everything's just rolled off your tongue perfectly. You haven't had to do like some of my my fashion posts and takes will take up to up to 50 takes sometimes because I'll do one thing wrong and because I'm a perfectionist, no, nah, it's got to be right. You know what I mean? Like when you have a day where you nail it and you just go, wow, well, I, can, I know I'm doing I can tell you that Instagram scares me, Reels scare me. I, I am hope, <laughs> I am hopeless. Um, but you have inspired me and, and I know that you obviously have inspired many, many women out there, young mm. and old, and I think it is the fact that you're just giving it a crack. You know, it, yep. it, it can be that big hairy thing that we have here sitting on our desk. We're like, what do I do with this and how can I engage with this? And um, I know, you know, my older friends are petrified of what it can do and, and what it's about, but I love the fact you've just gone bugger it here we go yeah and I think the thing with it too is when I do a reel it's not just some random thing that everybody else is doing like there's I mean there's trending audios and people will be dancing and doing stuff sure enough I do that sometimes but I'll try and pick a reel or an audio that people can relate to it's whether it's something to do with married life or it's your husband or it's your kids like I did one the other day and it was where I was kidnapped and the kidnappers (laughs) were you know asking my family for a ransom and it was sort of like I've got and I was you know playing the the character and it would be like my kids going don't send her back leave us keep her you know (laughs) and it's like how kids are with your with your mum and it was so funny and so I try to do things that are relatable not just a trend Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't care if I get like I've had a couple that have had a million views but they are the ones that you don't think that are going to go viral it's just like just a freak. Well, but, that's it. Um, and it's you. I think it's you that's going viral. I don't yeah, think it matters what oh, you're no. doing. No, no, it's just, um, it's just I do things that I find funny and that I enjoy doing. And, um, and it's, and I look, honestly, the amount of DMs I get from women and, and it's just so encouraging and makes me realise that this page um, has evolved and things that have happened in my life have got me to this point to be able to help women. And and that is bigger than anything I could have ever imagined me doing. You know, like um, I got a DM from a, a daughter of a mother that follows me the other day and it actually, I'm getting a bit teary now because it just 
really cemented in my heart knowing what I'm doing is the right thing. And she said, um, I just wanted to get in contact with you and say that my mother follows your page. And since she's followed your page, we've gone shopping twice now and she's taking more pride in her appearance. She's going and looking at clothes in a different light. She said she's completely starting to change her outlook Mm -hmm. and putting more time into herself than she ever has. Well, like I know that each and every one of them has engaged with you on a really personal level and you're, you're putting it out there and they're obviously taking oh. it in. And, you know, I've read that one of the quotes that you live by is do what calls your heart and brings you to mm. life and you're yep. now passing that on to a whole new yep. collection of people. Yeah, and I was talking to Amanda, um, the other lady that's on the podcast that helps, and um, I was talking to her and I said the book that changed my life And it was like a light bulb moment for me was um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And I remember I was in a tractor. I think we were harvesting or or sowing wheat or something. I know I was in a tractor and it was 2015. And I was listening to a podcast, Richard Feidler, on the ABC called Connections. Mm -hmm. And he was interviewing Elizabeth Gilbert. And it was about the book Big Magic. And I I really got engrossed in the discussion and the topic. And I thought, well, I'm going to download that book and listen to it. Anyway, when I did, it was just like this wow, this other, you know, like area that I had never even thought of or could imagine existed. And then that took me down the path of investigating and wanting to know more about um, different things that she was talking about. And since I've incorporated a lot of, you know, um, the law of attraction, I scribe um, and do all these other different things, my life has completely changed because I'm a big believer from reading that book and what I know now is what you put out is what you get back. But it takes that leap of faith, doesn't it, to actually trust yourself that you're going to be okay if if you do put yourself out there. Yep, it certainly does. And, look, so many times I've had ideas and I've wanted to do something and I thought, oh, wow, no, I can't do that. Like what if I fail or what if it doesn't work? And then I'll take a little step and then, some and it, it's like I was saying earlier, synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Like people will cross my path at the right time to help you on your journey. And I have had that happen to me so many times. Um, it was like with the Cosy Confidence campaign that I was involved in, with helping women feel more confident and comfortable in their swimmers. Like I never thought I'd be doing that. And then there was my designs of my clothes and different things. Like I met, I remember one of my followers. Um, She's an expat and lives in Bali and I sort of saw her with a, an outfit on one day and I said, um, oh, I love your top. She goes, oh, my tailor made it. And I was in the back of my mind wanting to work out how I could get these designs made because I was making them myself at home and I couldn't keep up to demand. I was sewing like, you know, the, you know, the fairies on Christmas Eve sort of thing, trying to get all these things done. And um, I, I remember asking her, I said, look, I'm looking at getting some things manufactured would you know of anybody that could help me? And worked out she was actually a um, sourcing agent. That's what she did for a living. She actually linked everybody up mm. with, and so the rest is history. She just came across and, your path or you actually manifested yeah. her, I believe. Well, I hope I did. I think I did. <laughs> what are those tips? What What can you tell us about 
how to embrace the fear, I suppose, and how to just get over that first hurdle. Did you did you start with something small or did you just, um, obviously when you first logged into Instagram, you went, right, I'm going to put one little thing up. This may never go Ooh. anywhere. I may not do any more. What was it that sort of drove you to just keep on going? I think what it was is that I wanted to make a difference because I was so sick and tired of seeing women that were supposed to be my age that didn't look like mm. me. I wanted to be there for the women that looked and felt like me, you know, that had, you know, lines and wrinkles and that, you know, had had a story on their face. Like, um, and I'm not saying, I'm not against anything. And I put up a quote this morning about um, women embracing who they are regardless of what you want to be, you know, without judgment, you know. Um, and I'm a big believer that, the more that people are authentic and that's a big thing I think that's helped me is because people understand that what I say is coming from the heart. I'm not being paid by anybody to say a certain thing or I haven't got a corporation behind me saying, you know, we want you to do this. And if I do a collaboration with a brand, it's something that I've either bought myself, I've trialled it, like I won't um, take on anything that I haven't used the product for at least a month Mm -hmm. um, or I wouldn't wear it. So I, they're my rules. So you won't see anything on my page that um, is other than that. But I don't know. It's just evolved mm-hmm. and I just have, have let things go and just be me, basically. Be you that- with an amazing outlook on life. And for those of you who, who haven't followed Maz until now, where are you? Sitting in a hotel in Dubbo because you've been flooded yeah. out of your home since August this year mm. with the reoccurring floods that are happening across uh, regional New South mm. Wales. Maz, some people would give up at this point and go, you know what, I'm just going to take stock for myself. But are, <laughs> are, you, are you feeding off your audience as well? I mean, obviously they're giving back to you and you're getting beautiful comments and things. Is, is that sort of keeping you going in the position that you're in right now mm-hmm. as well? No, and you know, if anything, I shut down and I and a lot of my people, on, like followers on my page, like when it all happened and it was pretty raw and real and things had just sort of evolved or not evolved but just happened, um, I actually came on and just said to them, look, this has happened. I need to just focus on what we have to do and I'm just going to be off air and I'll tell you when I'm coming back basically because when you're not in the right headspace, I can't fake it. I can't come on and go, hi, you know, this is me. Um, So I did let them all know that that was happening. But um, I haven't been as out there on Instagram as much because, like, we're still living with it. We had our daughter's wedding, which was an ordeal to get to because we've had to move into town since August and all my daughters have been cut off with isolation and everything one had to get chop it out one had to get a car and a tractor and get out and then we got to Dubbo and it rained so no one could get home so I'm still stuck here now we hopefully should get back in tomorrow but we won't get back into the house which the water went through most probably for another two to three weeks because there's still water coming down the road's impassable so we have no idea how much has gone through or um or what damage it's done. So you're heading back, but you don't, don't really know what you're heading back to at this point. No, no, no. But, it, it, you know, my big thing is there's a lot of people worse off than us, you know, like there's already someone worse off than me. And, you know, it's insured. We, we didn't lose anything except my horse is still out there and um, I'm just praying that he got to high ground because we couldn't get him out because at that stage we didn't realise 
the mammoth flood that it was going to be because there's there's places that have never seen water that have been high ground that have got covered with water now so I'm just hoping he's okay mm. but I'm pretty sure he will be but um we seem to have yeah. been in this cycle now for for so many years here in Australia and of course the farmers are the ones that do it the toughest mm. every time whether it is the drought yeah. or the fires or the floods um you know and you are the backbone of the country there's no doubt about that yeah and it's it's just the stories that aren't getting out about um about like the farmers in our area especially like you see the flood, you see the devastation, but it's just these farmers have been rebuilding after a, a four-year drought, six-year drought, some of them, and they're just getting, and this year was their bumper crop, you know, we'd had good rain, and most of them were supposed to be harvesting now, and the stock losses, like, oh my, because my husband's in stock and um, the stock and station business sort of thing, and um, and the stock losses due to flooding that they've lost through the flooding to fly strike now because they can't access their sheep mm -hmm. and all those other, you know, things that flow on that are affected from the flood. And it's just devastating, just devastating to see. And my daughter sent me a video last night when she got home to her property and it was coming in on the chopper when they were landing and all their wheat country, mm -hmm. that beautiful big crop, and it's just like water over it and just mm. yeah heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking that's it and once the water's gone that's when the real work starts again doesn't it yeah yep that's for sure that's for sure so I'm just hoping uh we should get back in tomorrow mm -hmm. um with the road hopefully being both being dry enough so but it is what it is you can't change it it is what it is and you just have to you know I'm, I'm blessed that I live in a great little community that um everyone's got your back and and I think when I was talking to Amanda the other day we were saying about what I made, why I made the decision to, what we made the decision to come back to the country from the coast was I, um, I miss community. I miss that camaraderie of having a small community around mm -hmm. you and um, the benefits of that. And, and I am just so blessed, you know, like on a good day in town, there might be 25 people. That's our little town in Corinda where I live. And um, on, a, on a really good day, you might have 40. <laughs> and, but everybody like, you know, we don't lock doors. We don't, you know, it's just a great little town and um, great people. We've been learning a lot about that on our Ageing Well journey from experts through to people living it, um, that community mm. is such an important part of ageing well, to have that mm. support and to have that um, communication and to have like-minded people around you. Did you find coming mm. back from the Gold Coast uh, to Karindi, I mean, you couldn't get further apart really, could you? No, no. No, and I didn't know where Corinda was. Like we'd actually been um, poached back by our previous employers. We'd worked for them for many, many years and we used to catch up with them at Christmas time and they said, oh, look, just we bought this place out at Corinda. Uh, would you like to come out and just have a look at it and look it after it for a couple of weeks over the Christmas holidays? And we said, oh, yeah, we'll go. Out. That was 14 years, 15 years ago or something, I think. And um, and I didn't even know where Corinda was. I knew where Walgut was but I'd never been to Corinda. And, look, honestly... Um, it is just the most amazing little community. The people are so, so beautiful. They're quirky. They've got their little bits, you know, happening in their lives. But, you know, you could knock on their door at any time of the night and ask for any help you needed. Um, and when it comes to community as an, as an area, like um, we are so blessed because we tackle so many different things. Like when there's floods, I know when I go in, and be faced with what I've got to do, I'll have an army behind me um, 
from from town and from the area to help me clean up. Mm. And, and, and and so were my neighbour because I wasn't the only one that got hit. The lady um, above us went through her place before it got to us. So, um, yeah. Gee, I'm hearing so many words of wisdom from you today, from your, your law, laws oh. of attraction, <laughs> of course, your need for community and friendships. Um, yeah. Backing yourself is, is one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning today. You've just got to... Definitely is. It definitely is. And having having the courage to just cut through that fear and um, and... I didn't want to get to the end of my life and go, wow. So she was a mother and she was a grandmother and that's all she was. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to be. But I wanted to leave a little footprint somewhere or, you know, be able to help people. I don't know if that's what I'm meant to be doing. I have no idea, but I, this feels right. This feels so genuine and nothing gets forced. It just feels right. Just a quick YMTI break in today's show. Ladies, have you visited youmusttryit.com yet? If not, why not? We have designed this store for us. We've done the research to support your ageing well journey from low-tox makeup, skincare, perfume, supplements, and much, much more. Ooh, and we have some lovely gift packs ready to go too for you and your loved ones just in time for Christmas. After listening to today's episode, go and check us out, youmusttryit.com. All right, now it's back to the show. So what's coming next for you then? What what lessons and life uh, journeys are we going on with you next? I know you're in the I middle of a renovation. Life. I reckon you should actually be auditioning for the block. That's what you should be doing. Guess what, Shelley? <laughs> you did? 2006, I made the cut, but that was the year you didn't do it. Oh, you're <laughs> that was the one. It was the one when it was going to be at the Gold Coast. And we got to the final cut right. and did all the, yeah, I don't know what, where it was, somewhere in Brisbane we had all these tests about compatibility and we were with six other contestants and we got through, but that was the year that they canned it. I think they're going to do it the Gold Coast that oh, year. Maz, there's still time. There's mate, still plenty of time, mate. <laughs> we've done nine houses. I think it's nine we've renovated over the years. And um, this one, I swear to God, it's been the easiest because he's just so used to me now. He goes, what colour? Where? What? <laughs> See, really? these are other lessons that we need to teach people. Like the happy wife, happy life. That's it, isn't yep, it? Yep, <laughs> absolutely. No, he's, he's, he's a, they broke the mould when they um, made my husband, I'm sure. Oh, but you seem to get a lot of joy out of renovating as well. And obviously your restoring of furniture is something that we've also seen you do. Yeah. So you've got, you've got hobbies, you've got friends, you've got courage. I, yeah, I feel really blessed. I really do feel blessed that, um, you know, look, I don't have a glamorous life, but I don't think I'd like it anyway. I'm just so happy being me. I've got my family. I've got my friends. I live in a fantastic community um, and I get to be myself and share parts of myself. And, um, yeah, no, I, I just love what I do. I love what I do and I love, especially when I said about that message from that daughter, about her mum and how I changed her life. And, and that was just one of the of, of many that I get. And um, I just went, wow, wow, this is, um, this is pretty awesome that I get to do this. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about um, your new talents that you have uncovered and your capacities? Are you surprised by what you're doing or are you like, yeah, this is what I was, this is what I was made for? Both. Because I've always been a bit of a, I'm always the life of a party, you know, or when I was growing up, I'd always be the one acting out and getting in trouble at school. 
And that was suppressed a little bit growing when the kids were growing up because I was a mother. I was constantly, you know, doing this and doing that. My husband was away for work, for work with work a lot. So I was constantly in the mum role. But now I'm finding that this has opened up a whole new world for me that I never thought I could possibly be, you know, doing these things and that I could be helping women. But also another thing is like I, I, I read this not long ago and it's so true about how when you get an idea, if an idea comes to you or something's just been needling at you, just dip your toe in and try it. Just, you know, you, it mightn't go anywhere. It's like might when you were saying what's your next big thing is like, I have had this book in my mind for years mm-hmm. and it's it's not anything about me. It's just a, a, a fictional book. And I thought, wow, like I can't write. I only went to year 10. I was hopeless at English. And I thought, I can't write a book. Like, my God, I wouldn't know where to start. But you know who's crossed my path? Who? One of my followers. Melissa, um, she's a, an author. I can't pronounce her last name. I think it's Melissa Piquette. Piquette. Anyway, she writes crime thrillers and we've had discussions and she sent me her latest series and I said, you'll never guess what I want to do next. And she said, what? I said, I want to write a book. And she goes, oh, my God. (laughs) And I said, I wouldn't know where to start. And she said, I'll I'll help you. you." And, like, it's having the the courage to go, you mightn't think you could, but how do you know you can't? Mm -hmm. Um, And, I like I said, I'm hopeless punctuation English and all that and she said well there's apps for that you know like don't worry if you've got anyway and she's and she's crossed my path and she said look I will help you I will help you so who knows well, that's I might it, isn't get it? to write a book and you can put so many hurdles in your own way that are going to stop you mm. there, there's you know endless oh, amounts of things that are going doubt, to stop you from about, doing something oh, absolutely the doubt and the the lack of confidence but I mean I never thought in a million years I would be doing what I'm doing now if you just said to me I started this page nearly seven years ago. If you'd have said to me six years, seven years ago, when I started it, that I would have 100,000 followers, I would be doing this and I would be having an interview with you, Shelley. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, you know, no, no, seriously. Um, I would have thought, no, no, who wants to follow someone like me? But it's all about being authentic and doing what comes naturally, I think that's a big thing. And, look, that doesn't have to be, as we're talking about it now, obviously you found your passion in sharing Mm. with the public, but for all of those beautiful um, women at home that are just going, I I just don't have the courage, I just don't have the power, maybe I haven't even stumbled across what it is yet that is going to light Mm. my fire again. Yep. I think what it is is just... Dip your toe in if there's something that you're interested in, whether it just, it might be hairstyle, it might be fashion, it might be painting, it might be, oh, look, I was saying this the other day on my page, go through your Instagram page and all the people that you follow that make you feel good, follow them. And if you, if, like I did this about a month ago and I went, like I went through different ones that I follow and I go, oh, and I thought as soon as I got that, mm, I went, no, nah, I don't need to follow Unfollow. you. yep unfollow and I did that to about 50 50 people that I follow because I thought you're not making me feel better about myself you're not giving me an inspiration like you're not inspiring me in any way and that's not when I say inspiring but I wasn't getting anything it wasn't Mm. giving me good vibes I felt a little bit "Mm." so I would say follow people that make you feel good or you like what they're Mm -hmm. doing or it's interesting and not everybody has to put the commitment in that I do like it's a lot of work 
just to um, put the page together, to respond to comments, to put content together. It's a lot of work, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And what um, lights me up is when I get the most beautiful messages that I've changed women's lives or I've made them go out and wear something they didn't ever think they could wear or put a swimsuit on for the first time in 50 years or 20 years and they've gone and swam with their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. They're the things that make it worthwhile. These are things that you obviously loved as a kid and I've got young girls now, 13 and 10, and I keep trying Mm. to, um, I guess, harness what it is that they love and they enjoy now hoping that perhaps if they do get a a little bit lost or off track down the track, I can say, hey, but when you were young, this is what you really enjoyed doing. And when you were little, when there was no Mm. pressures around, this is what you loved. I mean, obviously, fashion, fun and entertainment have been something that you've you've always loved. I still still remember as a young girl, my mum was a hairdresser and my sister was a hairdresser. And I think, how come I never did it? Because I love like hair and makeup and all those sorts of things. But um, I was in tap dancing. I went to um, acting lessons and different things like that. And I think what it is, it's honing in on those things later on in life Mm -hmm. that you learn as a child and what you've done with your daughters. It's like my um, eldest daughter, she's always been really creative. But at school, it was like, you've got to do this. You, You know, she did an arts degree or something in year 12 and she was hopeless at it because she was too busy doing everything else Mm -hmm. but since she's now I think 32 she's got this amazing jewelry line she does resin jewelry she does resin homewares she's loving being creative and she's got this really unique spin on it um Lizzie and me (laughs) thank you we'll put that up as well (laughs) and um and and but if it wasn't for that grounding that she had as a child about those creative even though she wasn't interested in it back then she's got that creative spirit that's that's rebooted itself um in later in life beautiful and that you found that as well there is a lesson in that for all of us what is it that that got you going when you're a kid what is it that you enjoyed doing the most and and I had an interview not long ago and it was about um, the things you could say to your younger self mm-hmm. um, about when you were younger and when you were at school. And I had a sh- I didn't like school at all. I was bullied and that's half the reason I didn't do well. And um, I would say you don't need a lot of friends. If you've got three, two or three core friends that really have your back and that are there for you, that's all you need in life. You don't need a massive, massive amount of friends. I've learned that in time because you'll have friends that are there for a reason or a season. Mm-hmm. Um, they're there to, to teach you something or give you something. You know, like I just have had that happen so many times. And I can I can meet usually work it out when I meet someone. And I had this happen recently. And I met this person and I instantly knew I don't need you in my life because mm-hmm. I just got that feeling, you know, that intuition. Mm-hmm. I just thought, wow, you are so full on. And I felt this instant on my chest and I went, yep, I don't need to have anything to do with you, <laughs> which I, I'm lucky I know that now. But back in my younger days, I didn't. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think. And and then what I found, I wish I knew back then, was that I didn't have to be part of everything that was going on. Find something that you love and focus on that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big. But, that's such a big part. But I, of it. If I if I knew all that back then, I wouldn't be here with you here today, most probably. <laughs> Goodness knows where you might be, Maz. We're glad that you're on the journey that you're on now. You obviously seem to have this amazing outlook on life. But what keeps you going every day? Do you have 
rituals? Do you have routines? Are you still a bit of a fly by the seat of your pants kind of lady? Or are there things that you now have as non-negotiables in your day? Well, I'm a tea drinker in the morning. I have a coffee usually just about mid-morning. I know, but I found that just works better for me. Um, And I scribe. Every morning I scribe in my journal. And with that is I write down, you know, my hopes and my dreams and what I want my life to, you know, like flow into and different things I'd love to happen. And I know it's a bit woo-woo, but it does work. And if you don't know know about it, I would just say just investigate it. It's a bit, it's a bit like when I learn about the law of attraction and reading Big Magic and how all that worked um, and the, the key elements that I took away from that and that how that, that changed my life, then this was another little little um, light bulb moment that from investigating that I found this and yeah a lot of things that I've scribed about have come true a bit similar to manifestation yeah and so I do that religiously every morning I'll spend 10 minutes in my journal and write write down things that I'd love to happen in my life or just yeah just little things about you know family and it's just not one thing it's Mm -hmm. just a general thing and um and then I go for a walk with my dogs because I'm in town now. <laughs> and I'm really excited because since I've been away, the pool's open so I can do some laps now. Bought myself some new swimmers while I was in town. Hey, look at you go. And then it just depends. Like my, It's so funny because I can never plan anything. My life is just a bit chaotic because I think I'll be doing something one day. Then one of my kids will say, Mum, can you look after the boys or can you do this? Or my husband will say, I need you to do this or I need you to do that. So I can never, ever stick to a date mm-hmm. because it'll something will change so um f- but today today, today didn't because I'm in a motel room in Dubbo <laughs> <laughs> and you made it here on, a, on our I podcast yes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um they, they would be the non-negotiables that I do mm-hmm. every morning because they mean and I know just how they make me feel and the power that they have in my life well I think they do anyway how are you finding your ageing journey? I mean, you've got you've got a love for life. You've got a very out, uh, youthful look on life. But as far as the actual, you know, the aches and pains and, of course, the beauty products that you're using, and I know you do some amazing um, makeup tutorials on your site, mm. has, has all of that changed for you over time? Um, it has. And I think, I think the way I look at it now, I'm nearly 60, so... You know, I've got maybe 25 years left. I hope I've got oh, at 40 least, years Max, left. At least. I hope I've got 40 years left and more. Manifest, baby, thinking, manifest. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. And I know my diet's changed, how I eat. Um, big, I have a, a protein shake every morning. That's a non-negotiable for me because I know how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, collagen supplement in it. And then I think it's just your mind. My big thing is... You've got to keep active in your mind. And the more information that you're absorbing, um, learning new things, I think is a big, big factor. Um, products, I, I'm i more to the more organic side of things. Like I'll stick, I think there's just so much in cosmetics and different things that we don't know or that are in there but we don't know the ingredient or what it stands for. So I'm more for the natural organic product um, over anything. And, yeah, I just think um, just being happy Mm -hmm. and healthy and trying to do those things Um, and just 
I've found since I've been more open and not worry about things when like that current situation, I just try not to think about it. It is what it is. And I think stress and worry are the biggest, biggest things Mm -hmm. that will take you down. Mm -hmm. And that's very hard to say to anyone who has um, obviously going through the situation that you are now, Mm. but with with children and and grandchildren, there is always Mm. stress and worry there, isn't it? It's how you deal with it and and how you clear your mind of it, which of course is your scribing in the mornings and things, exercise. Oh, and look, my four children, like over the years, I'm, oh God, (laughs) what I've been through with with them over the years and different things and but we got through it mm-hmm. you know and we're on the other side of it they're all beautiful children they're all really productive adults they've got great partners they've got wonderful children and we couldn't be happier and life's good mm-hmm. in my book because it is what it is and you make the most of every situation you are a wonder oh no I'm just mad and I'm no, I'm not. Well, we're... <laughs> now you're making me blush. <laughs> hey, I, w- I want to know how we can all help you out. I've done some work with Aussie helpers um, in the past. I'm not sure oh, if you great. know of that organisation. Mm, yes, Is that great. somewhere for your community and for the people who are going through, obviously, a really traumatic time out your way now? Is that the best place that we can get assistance to or help to if, if we yeah, can? Yeah, Aussie helpers are fantastic. Um, and the Salvation Army, mm-hmm. they are amazing. The Salvation Army has boots on ground. Like they come in and, and actually have people on the ground that come into the communities. They've been fantastic when the drought was on with um, food drops and especially, you know, helping farmers for that that um, sit down and have a coffee and chat. You know, they'd go to your home, you know, especially farmers that were in dire straits mm. in the drought. They would actually go and visit people and sit down. We had a chaplain come out, you know. Mm. They do a fantastic job. They really, really do. Well, I know you do too, and I know your community, once you all get back together again, the strength and the camaraderie that will be there will be extraordinary, Mm. nothing short of what Australia is all about. So, look, we wish you um, all the best on on what's to come for you and your family towards Christmas this year. We will help out where we can. We are delighted to get to know you better, Maz, (laughs) and um, I'll be watching. You have inspired me to just let it all hang out. Just Let it all hang out, Shelley. (laughs) Do your first reel. Doing your first reel. You think, oh, it's crazy, isn't it? I think in TV we've always had, um, you know, teams of editors that do all that for us. But when you're doing it yourself, as you say, you yep. know, I'll do 50 takes of something because I'm just not happy. But if I'm doing yep. it live, I'm like, oh, well, you'll deal with it. If, you'll deal with it later. But um, Do one with your daughters. They'll love it. They'll love it. Oh, gosh, yes. I can embarrass them <laughs> to no end. <laughs> we love you. Thank you so much for your inspiration today. No, my pleasure. Thanks for asking me to come on. Ah, Maz, thank you so much for the breath of fresh air. You are a true inspiration, whether you think you are or not, and I know we all need a little Maz lifestyle in our lives. So if you would like to follow her, please jump on Instagram at Maz, M-A-Z, lifestyle. She is there to offer you lots of entertainment, lots of encouragement, and of course, lots of words of wisdom. What I took away from her today was just get out there and give it a red hot go. And she is leading the way.
Maz, of course, lives in regional New South Wales, which has been de devastated by the floods of late. So if you would like to support her and, of course, all our Aussie farmers and our regional communities, she suggested the Salvos are the best place to go. Check them out. Also, I spoke a little bit about Aussie Helpers, which is a wonderful organisation that does support our Aussie farmers in their times of need uh, with financial support, of course, with mental support and a lot of love and warmth in their communities. So jump on both of those. Uh, of course, the Salvos and Aussie Helpers. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you soon.